Hi and welcome back. This is episode 8 of the Raider Podcast UK and once again I'm here with George. George, my friend, how's your week been? Uh, slow and quiet. Um, I've had the whole week off, no college or work. Oh, you've had um, half term, is it half term? Yeah, half term for Halloween. So, it's been soon quiet as hell. Fair play. Your mum back yet or she's still away? Nah, she's not back for another week and a half. Bloody hell, look at you. I know, yeah. Or lucky her, I should say. I, I, I'd say lucky her over lucky me, you know. She, she's one in New Zealand right now. Fair play, fair play. So, yeah, um, my week's been pretty much the same. Like, been pretty pretty slow. I mean, obviously it's half term, so I've had, a, I've had my daughter around all week. Um, just been, been to work. I'm chilling, really, at home afterwards. It's also not been a very busy week for the Raiders, either. Um... A lot of roster moves, which we'll get to in a minute. But in terms of actual news, uh, there isn't none. Besides the fact... Um, mind blown. Josh Jacobs uh, named AFC Rookie of the Month. He, um, yeah, man. He rushed for 62 times, 62 times for 313 yards with two rushing touchdowns, eight receptions and 45 yards during the month of October. Uh, he had two rushing yard games, um, tied for the tied the first amongst NFL players um, during that month. Uh, he's first among N- amongst NFL rookies during the month of October. Uh, became the first player in Raider history to rush for 100 yards against the Bears uh, in Week Five. Um, there's a lot of prestigious ranks he's got here ranks first amongst all rookies during the month of october uh ranks fourth in afc during the month of october there's loads um amongst the rookies he ranks first in carries this is just for the month of october with 62 he uh he ranks first for rushing yards for this is rookies 13 uh 313 uh he rushes rushing first uh, rushing first downs 14th that he has 14 14 rushing first downs in the month of October and he's tied for first with two rushing touchdowns for rookies in the in the month of October so in terms of quality he's he's there he's he's first in many categories just for the month of October alone mm. um and I still, I still truly believe he's going to be, he's going to be rookie of the year, at least offensive rookie of the year. Anyway, um, I think he's got to be definitely. And I'd even say he's he's the Raider MVP. I'd even go that far and say he's Raider MVP. I think it might be between him, Waller, and maybe Max Crosby. Yeah, maybe. Well, it is definitely. He's up there. He's definitely been one of our best players, and it's a good job we did take him because there was a lot of people who didn't know if we should or not. Mm. And uh, I, I always thought, you know, with Lynch possibly going, a running back in the draft could be a good way to go, and yeah. I like it. No, definitely. Um, in terms of practice that happened Wednesday, uh, Trent Brown obviously played uh, against the Texans, uh, but he has a calf injury, but he was fully participating. Um, in Wednesday's practice, Dwayne Harris didn't didn't practice. Rodney Hudson didn't practice, and in return for Rodney Hudson, Hudson not practicing, uh, Richie Incognito was taking snaps at centre. Uh, Gabe Jackson fully participated, 
Josh Jacobs had limit limitations. Um, Andre James, offensive lineman, didn't. Uh, neither did Josh Moreau, defensive end. He didn't. Uh, Whitehead uh, has got a wrist and a shoulder issue, but he um, had limited participation, as did Tyrell, who obviously came back last week against the Texans and has a foot injury, but he had limited participation. That was Wednesday's practice. Um, so, yeah. Roster moves. There was a few. Uh, by a few, I mean a lot. And by a lot, I mean, uh, here we go. So we signed linebacker Will Compton. Um, we signed center Eric Magnus Magnuson or Magnuson. We signed defensive tackle Terrell McLean, uh, and we re-signed linebacker Brandon Marshall, who I didn't think we should have got rid of in the first place. But obviously, you have to get your roster down to 53 men. And unfortunately for Brandon, with his injuries previous to the season, he was let go. But we brought him back. I don't agree with the following. We waived Dakota Allen. Don't agree with that. I think he's a really good young man. Deserves a chance. Uh, but obviously he's been waived. So that gives him the option to be picked up by another team. We also waived Justin Phillips, who I believe, uh, and this might be a bit harsh, he's a bag of shit. Don't see why we signed him. We released, even though we signed him last week, defensive end Kasim Edbali, whoever you want to pronounce that. We talked about him last week. Maybe I did a better pronunciation last week. Uh, but he's no longer a Raider, so I don't care about him. And we released defensive tackle Corey Lingett, who was a former Charger. Charger? He was, yes. Yes, he was. Uh, and the trade deadline obviously passed Tuesday afternoon-ish for us. As it was about nine, I think, for us. About nine-ish. Uh, and we didn't make any trades, which is a bit disappointing, but then it also means we didn't lose anybody, and it also means we didn't lose any draft picks. So, in that hindsight, okay, so we've just signed, we've signed two linebackers and let go of two linebackers, so we're still thin at linebacker, but we didn't lose anything uh, of quality or worth to us, as in players, though I wouldn't mind Derek Carr of gone. But, He's still a Raider and will be a Raider for the rest of the season. So for the rest of the season, I will back him. Uh, and let's hope he proves me wrong and anybody else that has doubts about him going into Vegas. Anything else you want to add, George, about news? The thing is with Carr, he actually had a good game. Yeah, um, you reckon he did? I don't think he did. I, I, I think that there was a lot of drops. There was, a, there was a lot of drops by Darren Waller. There was a lot of drops by Tyrell Williams late in the game. Mm, I agree and, with that. Um, I, I, I think if they catched some of those passes, maybe we would have won. And I, 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 I hate it because it, it goes from me hating him to me loving him. Mm. And I just don't know. He's one of those inconsistent players. You know, IOC or, or what, what is Dokkan now playing cornerback or linebacker is either reason on defence. And yeah, defence is a big problem. But we saw a few years ago when he had that MVP season, he was outscoring teams mm-hmm. with, with, with a team worse than he has now. And if you can't score the points to win the game, then, you know, you can't always rely on defence. Yeah, defence might win championships. But that's what people say. But also offence wins. And we need to score points. And when we don't score points, you know. But, you know, 300-plus yards... 
three touchdowns, his first three TD game of the year, you know, that, that's good. But at the same time, you know, he, he had a good game, though. It wasn't his fault. You know, like I said, 11, a, 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 quite a few dropped passes. Yeah. 11, 11 of them. He targeted Waller eight times and he made two receptions. Now, is that, mm. is that, is that the receiver's fault? Is that the ball being shoddily thrown? But like you say, the, the, the big word that you said earlier on in, in your little in your little spiel there was inconsistent. Oh yeah, definitely. He and, is. and you can't argue that he is inconsistent. Yes, he's he's throwing scores, he's getting touchdowns, but he's inconsistent with it. Like twenty four points again. The same as last week again well, the same as the week prior against the fucking Packers. It wasn't good enough. Now obviously this game went a little bit different as we'll get to further on in the recap. But still, 24 points wasn't good enough. Yes, 11 drops. I get that. But still, not good enough. Not not for me. Um, I predicted the win. You didn't want to put, make a prediction. Um, yeah. I, I was fucking gutted that obviously we got the loss. Because it was a very fucking unfortunate loss. We should have had the win. We just couldn't... couldn't finish the game um, inactives for the game though linebacker was, uh, Dakota Allen was inactive uh, Keelan Doss was inactive um, Kasim however you want to fucking pronounce his name Ed Edabali was inactive the defensive end we've just let go uh, Deshaun Kaiser's inactive again Lingert is active again Corey Lingert that is obviously we've released him as well Brandon Parker um, offensive lineman or tackle however you want to put him he was inactive again as was Marcel Aitman um, ride receiver so three of those people I've just named just got released or slashed waived uh, maybe they got released waived because they were um, unable to participate or whatever whatever I've not seen any news of the three apart from you're no longer a raider um, so swiftly moving on from that Zay Jones raider debut uh, he finished with 27 yards, not that impressive. Two receptions. Uh, I don't recall him having a drop pass, though I don't have those stats in front of me. Uh, for his Raider debut, 27 yards, two receptions, and it's not that good. Uh, I did have him. I still think I do have him on my Raider, on my uh, fantasy team. Um, he's been a bench all week, but this week he's starting because. Uh, most of my receivers are on on a bye week so against the Lions he needs to put some points for me because otherwise I'm going to be kicking him off my team <laughs> anything else to say about Zay Jones uh, George um, I like him <laughs> straight to the point yeah I like him yeah I, I like him I, I think he's a maybe a backup to Tyrell that we definitely needed and I think he's he, he could be a reliable number two and if he needs to step up, if Tyrell does end up going out, uh, it also puts a it puts less pressure on players like Hunt and uh, Trevor Davis to step up and be that number two guy. I guess because now we have that reliable number two, it will it helps you know Hunt and Trevor Davis I if we do that. pick him up, it, it makes them more comfortable. Obviously, he's it's his first game, so hopefully he can just get better and better. Um, I'm not that hot on him as I previously mentioned when we signed him but for, 
if if debuts go by anything, it wasn't a good debut for me. Um, first Rocky, well, the first Raider score of the game against the Texans um, lasted eight plays, 95 yards, uh, ending with a 65-yard receiving touchdown by the boy, my man, Hunter Renfro. He's first of the season. Uh, I believe it was last last uh, pod, the last podcast. I was like, Hunter Renfro will be will be the biggest surprise for our season. And lo and behold, he goes and goes for a 65-yard uh, route and gets the first score of the game for us and his first touchdown of the year. Hunter Renfro, George. I like him. Again, just straight to the point, I like him. Uh, <laughs> I, I agreed with you when you first mentioned him. I mm-hmm. do think he's going to be... Uh, I, you know, like maybe the next Julian Edelman. You know, one of those little small, yeah. white slot receivers yeah. that we can rely on. And no, definitely. We, we, we saw that he does have a little bit of speed as well. You know, he went 65 yards. Mm-hmm. And the best thing about that touchdown was it was Gary and Conley who missed the first initial tackle. Mm-hmm. Let's let's focus on Conley a little bit. <laughs> Williams grabbed the third score for us with his fifth touchdown of the season. And who did he burn, George? <laughs> who did he burn? Oh, Gary and Conley. <laughs> um, Darren Waller, with two of his receptions, got himself another touchdown this week as well. That's his third for this season. Uh, that was all three of our scoring plays. Apart and our from... three had Gary and Conley involved. They did. One they of did. them getting burnt, and two of them, he just couldn't tackle the player. I can't believe how small um, Conley is went in for a tackle on a tight end as big as Waller is. I was like, do you do you seriously think you're going to take him down? Um, we've seen how shit you are at tackling. Uh, but at least he tried, huh? At least he tried. Um, that was all three of our receiving, or should I say all three of our touchdowns, period. The uh, the final, final score we got was obviously a field goal. Um, Carlson put it through the uprights, gave us 24 points. Um... Obviously, the game did end 24-27 to the Texans. Max Crosby, though, he finished with six tackles and a forced fumble. The dude is just not quite getting a sack. I'd have loved him to have a sack three times in a row. Well, three games in a row. He did get a sack, didn't he? Not to my knowledge. I thought he did. Nope. I've got it recorded down here that um, he only had a forced fumble and six tackles. But he's going from strength to strength in my eyes. Uh, in terms of sacks, though, we did have three during the game, and I remember saying that we needed to pressure the quarterback and get the win. Uh, we couldn't obviously finish off the game. Um, for three sacks came from um, de- defensive tackle Jonathan Ho- uh, Hankins, defensive end Andre, um, Arden Gray, uh, Arden K, and defensive end Benson Myowa, who has 5.5 t- sacks of the year. And that puts the Raiders on 13 for the season. Uh, Whitehead finished the game with a career high, uh, a team high of 11 tackles. Um, obviously, he was injured partly. Uh, so, if he can do that with with injury, let's hope he can produce even better without injury. <coughs> As we stated prior, Carr had 11 drops. So, if we were to add 11 to his completions to... Uh, he would be then sitting on 29 out of 30 completions, but unfortunately, unfortunately, he didn't have those, and he went 18 for 30. 
Um, he had 285 passing yards, according to ESPN, uh, and three passing touchdowns. Josh Jacobs had 15 carries for 66 yards, and he didn't get a touchdown. Uh, but obviously, he was he was injured-ish prior to the game, and the Texans kind of shut him down like we thought they might. Williams had 91 yards, Renfro had 88 yards, and both had a touchdown, obviously. Uh, there's not much to say about the rest of the receiving core. They were they weren't that standout as they dropped, as previously stated, eleven times. Uh, as a team, we rushed for ninety three yards, which isn't good enough, uh, and passed for two hundred eighty five yards with three touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles, which is a first, considering we've fumbled the ball three times in a row, uh, three games in a row from Mr. Derek Carr, the Texans. Uh, what can I say? They had three touchdowns. They didn't have an interception, unlike the week prior against the Colts, which the, where he threw two. They did have 279 yards passing, 130 yards rushing. They did have a forced fumble from our boy Max Crosby, but unfortunately they did recover it. Um, anything to add on that, George, stat-wise? I, I was pissed off when we were playing them because they had so many players missing. We could have just taken full advantage and we didn't. That's what that's what really annoyed me for the whole game, and you, arguably, until the last two drives, um, we controlled the game. And then, what I'm about to speak, um, speak about, just ended it for us. Um, so yeah, their final game-winning stab at us, essentially. Um, Watson tried to well, yeah, he did come under pressure. Looked like he was going to get sacked and be brought down, but he evaded it. Uh, but as he was being brought down, it looked like he took a cleat to the eye. Um, but he passed for the winning score. Game over, really, from that from that point. Um, the end. The last we saw of Watson, his left was it his left eye or his right? Either eye. Left eye. I think it was yeah, it was his left eye was was more or less shut. Uh, so clearly the. The cleat affected his eye. Hopefully, um, hopefully he's not that banged up because uh, you wouldn't want to see someone injured via like the mistake of that. Obviously, he, if you didn't see the game, uh, he was essentially grabbed and whipped. And as he was whipped around, um, the defensive player was going to the ground, and I can't remember who it was, but his foot was. It was Adam Key. Was it Key? His, fit, mm -hmm. his foot was in the air uh, and clearly made contact with Watson's head. Um, but I, like I say, he made a pass. They made the the final put passing touchdown. They got the win. Um, they managed to shut us out when we had the ball back. I think we got the ball back with about four or, four or five minutes left on the clock. Um, I could be wrong. I don't have that wrote that written down. That's just from from memory. But we couldn't do nothing with it. We went four and out. I believe it was. And then they just uh, gone Dutch. I was gonna say our, our, our last drive, I, I, I think, was ruined from Richie Incognito. So this is this is something I didn't want to bring up because I'm trying to be positive about him. But <laughs> every time he makes a questionable play, let's just state it that a questionable play, he seems to cause us issue. Like yeah, the. I can't think. I can't remember who it was against. It wasn't the Texans. I 
think it might have been the no, it wasn't the Packers either. The game it was Bears. it was the Bears. yes. He had two penalties, I know, didn't he? I know which one you're on about. As exactly, well. exactly. He had two penalties, and the first one cost us cost us yardage. Um, while well, we, we do you know what I mean? We had to settle for a field goal, but mm. every every time he seems to have an an incident that gets picked up on the field, um, it costs us. Uh, he needs to fucking cut it out. Now I'm not going to put the loss on Richie Incognito, but he need he needs to. I wouldn't say iron out his shit. He just needs to think a little bit more sometimes. But then we could yeah. we could all be we could all be uh, everybody in the world could be could be penalised for that. No one's perfect. I don't care who you are, except maybe Mother Teresa. But we won't get into that. Um, but yeah, so obviously they they shut us out. They got the win. I enjoyed the game. Not gonna lie, I enjoyed the game. All of I did, apart from that last few minutes. Yeah, like like I say, I think it was, I think they got the ball about eight, maybe nine minutes. Um, then they scored, and then they just shut us down. At, from from period well, from from get go to the end of quarter three, I was loving it. I was like. I was like, this is this is control. They were, even with the drop passes, we were we were dominating the game, so to speak. Uh, we were finishing our scores, so to speak, minus the drop passes and and the the odd punt here and there. But as a, as as an average, they looked like they looked like they had to win. And then they the defense must have just got sloppy, got tired, and did what they did. But then we can't blame Arden K. It looked like he was going down for the sack. And Watson, just being athletic as he is, just thought, mm, no, I need to get this win. Uh, I need to bounce back from last week. Uh, lost to divisional rivals. Need to need to get that win column back in into check. And pulled out, let's be honest, the magical play. We have seen a lot before, though, that mm. he is inconsistent when it comes to getting the sack. Like, he, he, he just can't get the sack. He got one sack in his rookie year, no, at the beginning, against Seattle. Yeah. And then, uh, and then this year he's had what two, three, which you know it's, it's a little better than last year, but still he's missing out on so many crucial facts. If anything, he sh- I'd have liked him to have done more of a Cleo Mack and gone for the ball, not the tackle. Yeah. But hey ho, what did Cleo Mack do against us? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> With that said, that's that's my recap of the the Texans game. It ended 24-27 to the Texans. The Raiders dropped to 3-4. 3-4. 3-4 seems right. I haven't got it wrote down. It is 3-4, and four, yes. 3-4. Three and four. Uh, The Texans go to 5-3. 5-3. Yes, because they haven't had their bye week yet. They have it when they come back from, from London this week. This week? Are they in London uh, this yeah. week? Yes, yeah, they, they are. They are. They are. Um, so with that being said, unless you've got anything to add to the recap of the Texans, let's look forward to the Lions. Yeah, no, I'm done. Gucci. Uh, the Lions are a strange one. They have obviously game one of the season. They had that tie with the Cardinals. Uh, just a quick note on the Cardinals. They are looking promising now. They they seem to be getting on a roll. They're 3-4-1, whereas the Lions are 3-3-1. Three, three um, Matthew Stafford... He's one of those quarterbacks for me um, that on his day he can play really well and then on his day he can be really shit 
Uh, we saw him against the Chiefs. We saw him against the the Packers. Uh, almost wins for both those games. Uh, but obviously it wasn't a win in the end. Uh, last time we played the Lions uh, was August 11th, 2018. So it's last season. We won 16-10. Uh, arguably the Lions are still that same team uh, we've obviously changed with a massive massive uh, a massive uh, effect with Jacobs um, our offensive line isn't that much changed as it was from last year our receiving core definitely is though how do you see this this game going George I don't, I don't know. I, I think the Lions are definitely better. A lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, we'll definitely win. And I thought at the beginning of the season, the Lions were going to be, you know, the Lions. Mm -hmm. But they've come out and they're actually looking quite good, even without players like Kenyon Drake, you know, Marvin Jones, and whoever the hell else they have a receiver. I can't remember. Yeah, the Lions then, The Lions have got um, Kenny Galladay, uh, Danny Amendola. Uh, Marvin Hall. They've got the, that tight end. He's a rookie this year, I think. He's uh, TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Oh, Hawkinson! Yeah, I'm liking him right now. He's pretty good. But if we look at if we look at their win against the Giants, obviously it's the Giants. No one, no one cares about the Giants apart from maybe Danny Dimes. Um, do, do, do. Matthew Stafford went 25 for 12, for 32, 342 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, Trey Carson, running back, 12 carries, 34 yards, no touchdowns. Ty Johnson, 7 rushes, 25 yards, no touchdowns. I'm not going to read the rest because they're 4 and under. Uh, interestingly, Matthew Stafford rushed twice for minus 3 yards. But Kenny Golladay, 6 receptions, 8 targets, 123 yards for 2 touchdowns. Uh, Damian Dola um, must have felt a bit left out. He went 8 for 8, uh, 95 yards, but he didn't get a score. Um, everybody else on their receiving cause under 50 yards I will mention Marvin Hall he went one reception for one target 49 yards and a touchdown but apart from that and if once again and it's a big if if we can stop the pass ladies and gentlemen the pass then maybe we can beat them because I don't consider the Giants to have a very strong um, defense full stop let alone a strong rush defense uh, they suck at linebacker. Let's be honest. If you look at the the, the Giants roster, tell me someone at linebacker that you know. Um, I, I dare you. And if you do, tweet us in. <laughs> um, so if we can stop if we can stop the receivers, then then maybe I know it's cliche. Maybe we can get the win because uh, clearly they're not rushing for very much. Uh, and I couldn't even tell you their running backs. I've I've never never really heard about their running backs um i remember they i think they got rid of him um the goat blunt was it blunt was he was he with their last season uh, was cj he... henderson as well uh, anderson they had blunt last year and at the beginning of this year they had cj anderson but they got rid of him after a bit they they had a rookie a few years back um beginning with a amir abdullah that's the player he's not with them no more though he said they got rid where is he? Do you know? I'm going to have to quickly search it, but I remember, I'm pretty sure they got rid. Let me, uh... I'm pretty sure he's still playing, though. 
Amir Abdullah is currently a running back for the Vikings. Ooh. They picked him up this season. No, 2018 till present. So they must have got rid of him last year. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, in terms of the Lions, because um, obviously he was a return specialist as well, so I'd have, I'd have feared him off the return. But in terms of the Lions running backs, um, this is on their website, their, their roster, their whatever you want to call it. They've only got four running backs noted, and one of them is technically a fullback. They currently have uh, Ty Johnson, Trey Carson, uh, JD McCassick, or whatever he is. He looks like he might be a rookie. He He's not a rookie. I stand corrected. He's 26 years old and came into the league in 2016 uh, from Arkansas State. Doesn't look like he's had much, if any, snaps. Um, but yeah, the Lions. The Lions clearly haven't got a running game. It's all on Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford's back, and once again, if we can stop the run, uh, stop the pass, I think we can get a win. There's not many people on the Lions team scare me um, on defensive side there's obviously De uh, Devon Kennard um, I can never remember his name Darius Slay uh, cornerback um, Aishon, Aishon Robinson uh, Romero um, Okawawa defensive end uh, Trey Flowers possibly maybe maybe John Atkins on the defensive line but there's there's not any anybody else that really stands out um, to me as a defensive threat maybe Will Harris safety but that's about it um, what about yourself George Any anybody that stands out on the Lions roster that could cause like, trouble like, like I mentioned just recently the, 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 I think the receiving and tight end core I, I, I think they're quite good and I, and I think their offence at this point is better than the Texans I'd agree. I'd agree with that. Yeah, uh, they, they kind of just relied on DeAndre Hopkins, and it worked really. But then again, we were putting a linebacker up against one of the best receivers in the league, so mm -hmm. you know, that was a bit stupid. I mean, in but... terms of receiving threat for them, we all know what Dami, uh, Danny Amendola can do. Um, they've obviously got Kenny Galladay, who's who's having a big game um, every other week. Uh, like I mentioned prior, he went for 123 yards in his last game. They've got that TJ Hawkinson. Um, I believe he's an Iowa tight end from Iowa. And anybody that knows college football knows that Iowa produce tight ends. And he is an Iowa, an Iowan tight end. Um, he was first team Big All 10 uh, last year. He was also tight end of the year uh, in college football last year. A John McKay Award winner last year and an Ozzy Newman Award last year. Uh, John McKay Award is um, for most outstanding tight end, and the uh, Ozzy Newman Award is for um, top collegiate tight ends um, in terms of touchdowns. Yada yada yada, and he won arguably every award he could win as a tight end uh, in his collegiate career. In terms of season. He's had nine receptions for 240 yards and two receiving touchdowns. Uh, so he's, in terms of scores, he's nearly on par with uh, with Darren Waller, 
just a lot less yards. But then he's sharing touchdown, uh, he's sharing snaps with former Pittsburgh Steeler um, Jesse James. Um, Jesse James, for his NFL career, has nine touchdowns of 1,222 yards and 124 receptions. Um, anybody that knows Jesse James, obviously, he's a former Steeler. Uh, was drafted in 2015 and Detroit picked him up this season so in terms of receivers they do have for my books at least four decent receivers um, but yeah it all comes down to the pass stoppage for me when you stop putting linebackers on really good receivers that's the first thing well yeah we're, we're short at linebacker as it is so stop stop putting them on people they don't need to put on in, in the first place full stop period exclamation mark done might, might leave them leave them on tight ends and, and on rush duty definitely yeah but then who am I I'm, I'm not a uh, I'm not a coordinator in, for the NFL teams I'm just a fan huh <laughs> I legit feel like some fans, you know, they say, oh, well, who made you the general manager and all that? Yeah. But I legit feel like some players, some people could actually do a better job than some coordinators. You know, like, Someone... we need to stop doing, like, three or four linebackers and start to do, like, three or four cornerbacks, you know? Everybody starts somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see Will Compton. Well, Will, Will Compton is a fo former, former saint. Former saint? Redskin was he Redskin? I've not I've not done much research into him, um, but everybody knows the Redskin Redskins are notorious running Tampa two and Tampa two is a good coverage. So hopefully he he's a good coverage linebacker because let's be honest, like I keep on saying every week, we suck at defending the pass. Mm, definitely. Although Trayvon Mullen looked good last week, he nearly had a pick six. Nearly there. Nearly, yeah. nearly isn't good enough. <laughs> Arden Key nearly had 13 sacks last year, but he only had one. <laughs> Arden Key nearly had a sack last week. He had one, but he should have had two. Yeah. Uh, I also feel like here White had nearly battered that ball down as well. One thing I will put out, based on the fact that you just said batted down the ball, I loved the fact that Pharrell went back in coverage uh, and got his massive hand on that pass. I love that. That was uh, that proved that he's he's versatile, um, and he's not just a rusher. He can actually play some coverage. Let's not ask him to play coverage every week, though. But <laughs> yeah, I know. Next up, we'll be having him against receivers. Yeah, we'll have we'll have Ferrell at uh, at linebacker lining up at linebacker. I don't recall seeing him doing that at college, so let's not do it in the pros, please. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Anything else to add? Uh, on a preview for the Lions, George. Oh, I'll, I'll do my score prediction. Go on then. Give me your prediction for the score. I think we'll lose. You think we'll lose? Mm. It, right. it, it, I, I think it's basically coming up to the scheme. I, I think we're not using players right. Okay. So, how badly do you think we're gonna we're gonna lose? I feel like it'll be one of, I feel like it'll be like the Texans. You know, we're running for quite a bit. Uh -huh. They slowly start to creep up. And then we'll just let the game go. And then we'll lose at like, the last few minutes. Or because of some stupid decision. Like, you know, linebacker on receiver. Or 
maybe a bit of a holding call on a, a certain left guard. Mm-hmm. He should be playing centre. Might, he might possibly be playing centre. Yeah, I saw that. I'm actually interested to see how he'll do. He was, I know, I read he was taking snaps at, at centre in, in training because obviously Hudson's on, on the uh, on the old injury list. Not not been um, stopped from playing the game, but he is injured. So maybe, and I hope it doesn't happen, um, Incognito plays centre for us. Not saying that he can't play centre, I just don't want the person controlling the line. Uh, This is going to sound really bad. Like our defensive coordinator on the field, Vontes Perfect. Both both of these players seem to have issues with authority (laughs) and the rules. So I don't don't potentially want him as our offensive line um, maestro. Especially if he's going to get penalties called on him, maybe even flip his lid and smack a Detroit Lion or something, or even worse, and insult them about their their colour, culture, or sexual orientation. But let's not get into that. <laughs> I, I, I hope Andrew James plays. He might, but then saying that we did sign a we did sign a centre. Uh, yeah, what's up, Eli Summit? Uh, Eric Magnuson. Oh, we I was did, nowhere near. We, you got the E right. We did sign. Oh, yeah. center, we did sign him. Uh, in terms of will he suit up and play, it remains to be seen. He's a former Buffalo Bill, I believe. I was gonna say, didn't we get him off the Bills practice squad? Mm-hmm. He, yeah, we did. Former Buffalo Bill, uh, former Michigan Wolverine. Uh, he's 25 years old. He was drafted. Oh, he was undrafted. Uh, joined the league in 2017 with the 49ers. Um, let go in 2018. The Bills picked him up on their practice squad this season, and we took him. He was first team All uh, Big Ten in 2016, third team All Big Ten in 2015. Um, he played 46 games at Michigan. Uh, he started 12 games at right tackle. The rest he played at center. For the 49ers, it doesn't look like he... Oh, I stand corrected. He played four games for the 49ers, starting to both tackles. So he played left and right tackle for 49ers. Uh, Then he was placed on the injured reserves. Um, Bills picked him up, obviously, and put him on their practice squad. And we signed him off their practice squad uh, October 30th, which was yesterday. Uh, Recording this on Halloween, obviously. Uh, let's hope we don't get a big scare Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) In terms of him starting at centre, I'm not too hyped on that. Maybe he can start at guard or maybe even put him at tackle, um, spell him in a few snaps, but I wouldn't say start him at centre based on um, his current NFL experience. Unless, obviously, in practice... He looks like a fucking monster. Then get him in there. Get him blocking. And let's get that W. Anything else, George, before we go out? Um, No. I think that's it from me. I've said what I needed to say. Lovely. So let's get that W. Let's go four for four. Uh, let's get back on chasing the Chiefs. Who have the Chiefs got this week, George? 
God, who do the Chiefs have this week? I've, I know I've seen it as well somewhere. The Chiefs have got Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minnesota are six and two. The Chiefs are five and three. Mm, come on, come on, Minnesota, do us a favour, beat the Chiefs, put them five and four. I, th I think Mahomes is coming back this week as well, which I... is what we need because that Vikings defense and their defensive line. You know, you've got Everson Griffin and Bo Joseph. Anthony I did, Barr. I did read that, yeah. No, I think they're going to wreck him up again. And I feel like... I, I just don't think he should actually come back at all for like another good two or three weeks. Mm. You know, you, you're probably going to make the playoffs. Because I, I doubt we're going to catch up. We might catch up, but I doubt like the Chargers or Broncos will. So they're definitely going to make playoffs. Well, the Chargers have got... Where the feck? Chargers are playing Green Bay. And let's be honest, if the Green Bay can do what they did to us, then the Green Bay are going to be putting up fucking 50 points on the Chargers. Uh, oh, God, yeah, definitely. Uh, and Denver have got Cleveland. Uh, interestingly, Cleveland are 2-5, and five, Denver are 2-6. and six. So, potentially Denver can go 3-6. and six. Potentially, um, the, car the Chargers could go 4-5 and five if they get the win. Otherwise, it's going to be 3-6. and six. Uh even if we lose, we're three and five, so we're not as bad as those two. But hey ho, just want to give a quick brief of this week's games. Um, San Francisco go to Arizona doesn't affect us in any way, shape, or form because they're a they're NFC. Houston are at Jacksonville in England, uh, London Wembley Stadium. Uh, both AFC teams, and as it stands, Houston are above us in the wild card spot. Indy play Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, that's pretty honest, they're pretty much done. I know they're three and four. Backup quarterbacks, Mason Rudolph ain't that bad. Um, I can't. They were fourteen no down against the Dolphins for crying out loud. Yeah, but they came back and got the dub. That's all that matters. Yeah. Chicago, I've got Philadelphia. Doesn't involve us in any way or form because obviously they're NFC. The Jets, who have been shocking. Quick note on the Jets: they obviously released. Uh, Osilimali, like we talked about last week, Gruden, go and sign him. Yes, he's got he's put himself in for surgery, but sign him. Get him back next year. Oh my God, you saw what he did as a guard for us. Go and get him. Yeah, it's one in six Jets versus zero and fucking seven Miami. I will laugh my pants off if the Dolphins go and win this game. Because then there's only one team that's undefeated so far in the league. Uh, one is it one team, and it's the Beng Bengals. No. Yeah, Bengals. Yes, it's the Bengals, who are on a bye week this week, and Andy Dalton will be losing his job next week. Uh, Minnesota play Kansas City. Please, Minnesota beat the Chiefs. Tennessee play Carolina. Uh, that could go either way. Washington, Buffalo. Buffalo look like a really good team this year. They've had two unfortunate losses. They they should smash Washington. Tampa Bay at Seattle. We've got the, the Lions. Um, nine 9.05 kickoff, I think it is. 9.05 kickoff? 9.05, yeah. On yep. Sky as well. Um, yes, we're on, we're on uh, British TV this week. Like we were last week, a uh, week prior, with the Packers. Um, Green Bay at Los Angeles. That's the Chargers, obviously. Cleveland have got Detroit, uh, Denver. New England have got Baltimore. That could be an interesting game if uh, Lamar Jackson comes out guns blazing. Um, Dallas have got New York. 
Giants on Monday Night Football. The uh, New York-Baltimore game, Sunday Night Football. Um, so both those games will be on Sky Sports. Obviously, the Raiders and Detroit are on Sky Sports. Uh, and it's going to be the Houston uh, Texans versus Jacksonville Jaguars early game, I assume. Saying that, their kickoff, their kickoff is quite early. It's half past half past nine a.m. Eastern time. So what's that? Eleven, twelve o'clock for us. Twelve o'clock. Either Maybe, way, yeah. either way, if you don't have Sky Sports, I know that the Houston game is on BBC Two. Um. But with that said, that's us done for this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you haven't liked the show, what you're doing, go and subscribe to it. If you have, thank you for all your subscribes, uh, all your views. Um, come back next time uh, for episode 9. This show is part of First and 10 via their channel 12, which is their NFL 32 team podcasting. Um, they've got roughly between 14 and 18 of the teams covered. If you're a fan of the NFL in general and you'd like to talk about a particular team that isn't um, being covered or you'd like to talk about a team that currently is being covered, get in touch with them. Um, start your own podcast. It's really easy. From my own perspective, and I'm sure George will agree, um, from eight weeks, nine weeks ago, I hadn't done a single podcast in my life. I'd wanted to do it. I'd thought about doing it. Never had the, um, the subject or the backing. Um, first and ten came along and they've helped massively um, I'm sure like I said George would agree um, oh yeah I didn't do anything like this beforehand and I, I, I find it fun it's the reason why I keep on coming back I don't come back and and I don't do the show for the views I do it for the fact that I love talking about football and I love talking about the Raiders in particular I could I could quite honestly say we could have zero downloads zero streams whatever it is uh, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. I'd still come back every week and recap, and do do what we do. Um, oh yeah, same. Exactly. So that's what it is. Even if you, like I said, if you're a Raider fan, and you think, do you know what? I'd like to go on the show once, maybe maybe more than once, and talk talk about it. Get in touch. Get in touch with us on the Twitter page, which is at Raiders Pod UK. Get in touch, and we'll get you on. Um, also, chuck your questions there. If you've got questions you want asking or want answering I should say get in touch with us um, at our Twitter page Raiders Pod UK um, you can also follow me if you like that's the real Ray 1990 and George at George Wark uh, I say it every week I'm going to say it again it's W-A-R-K you can find more shows at First and Ten and Channel 12 on all podcasting platforms First and Ten are at Twitter as well it's First and Ten underscore they're on Facebook, First and Ten in the search bar, and they have their own website, firstandten.co.uk. They are currently still running their competition, of which you can win a jersey of your choice, uh, copies of Madden, um, memorabilia um, from First and Ten, um, caps. All the prizes are highlighted and, and named on their website. All you've got to do is go to firstandten.co.uk, follow the instructions, and you're in with a chance to win. Uh, I believe it's four weeks left on the competition. The information, like I say, is on their website. Go and check it out. Um, and as always, it's thanks from me. And it's a thanks from me. And we will see you next week with episode nine. Thanks, guys.